This episode is brought to you by NordVPN. Listen up, nerds. No. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. What? Hello, friends. Do you have a computer? Of course you do, because it's not 1987. Hell, you're listening to this on some kind of computer right now. But do you have a VPN? Oh, what's a VPN, you ask? Well, my friend, a VPN is a virtual private network and it offers two key benefits. Enhanced privacy and security online. But VPNs do a lot more than that. VPNs shield your IP address, change your browsing location, and make online life easier. It's all about safety and security, my friends. But, like everything else in life, it's also about watching TV. Don't let your paid subscriptions go to waste. I use NordVPN to access my home content while I'm traveling. Wink, wink. Plus, secure your connection on public Wi-Fi in airports, hotels, cafes, anywhere you go when you're traveling. There's over 6,300 servers in 111 countries, and you can find a nearby server for the best VPN speeds. NordVPN is easy to use. Connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. And it's got amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there. And with just one NordVPN account, you can use it on six devices. It supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, Linux, even Android TV. I think those are all real. Don't miss out on all the awesome benefits for using a VPN. Go to nordvpn.com slash ifanboy today for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the show notes. Once again, that's nordvpn.com slash ifanboy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest? This is this this is a, like a real thing. Like, if you're mad, if you're upset, if uh, if there's something going on, like the I, there's there's often for me an idea. Maybe it's a wrong. Maybe it's a moment. It's it's an injustice. It's something that because you keep going on and on over and over in your mind about it, and like that can create anger and resentment or shame, whatever it is. And very often. I have found, I am not a therapist, I have found that when you let it out, when you give it voice, when you say it out loud, um, sometimes it makes you feel better because you've, you've expressed it. And sometimes it makes you realize like, oh, this is not a big deal, but I've, it's been stuck in my head. So you give voice to those things um, and it can make you feel a lot better. And shock of all shocks, therapy is one of those things that can help you do that. It can help you be able to say those things in a place where you don't need to worry about the repercussions of it, work your way through it, uh, figure out coping skills, how to get around it, you know, find, find ways to deal with that stuff instead of letting it fester. Um, if you are thinking of starting therapy, uh, if anything I said sounds familiar, you're like, oh, maybe my life would be a little better if I could deal with that kind of thing. You should give BetterHelp a try. It's fully online. It is convenient, flexible. It is suited to your schedule. That's the idea. That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. You are listening to a special edition iFanboy podcast on Superman Doomsday. Tarzan wasn't a ladies' man. He'd just come along and scoop him up under his arm like that. Quick as a cat in the jungle. But Clark Kent. No, there was a real gent. Hey, welcome to iFanboy Special Edition podcast on Superman Doomsday. 
the uh, first special edition um, straight-to-DVD movie from Warner Brothers Animation Studio, DC Animation. I don't remember the name of the studio, but something like that. It's some, uh, something to do with Warner Brothers, which yeah, is a giant from, corporation. It's from Bruce Timm. He did all the uh, DC animated shows, and this is the first out-of-the-gate direct-to-DVD movie that uh, they're going to produce. All right, and and, I, and you're Connor, and I'm Ron, and that's Josh. Hi, and we're from iFanboy dot com. And in case this is the first podcast you're listening to, normally we talk about comics, but every now and then we get together to do a quickie about um, notable movies and stuff that come out. And this is the first time we've done a DVD, right, Connor? A direct to DVD. A direct to DVD. Yeah. We didn't do this for Ultimate Avengers. Why? No, because that it? was crap. <laughs> so is it safe to say that this was different? Or? Well, I refuse well, to watch the other ones. So there's two yeah. reasons why. One, one that was crap, but this this was it wasn't as big of a deal. You know, like this yeah. was that was sort of a quickie thing that they're doing. Marvel's doing, and this was a more of a big deal. There's a studio behind it. There's a whole line of movies they're doing. It's all based on comic book stories and not just amalgam mishmash of. Concepts like the Avengers movies are, and I don't. Yeah, I mean that's probably that's probably a whole separate conversation. I don't mean to derail it, but I just find it interesting because Marvel's doing the same thing. I mean, they've now done Iron Man, Doctor Strange, Avengers. Well, it's so, not the same but, thing. They're doing direct to DVD movies, but they're not adaptations of the comic books. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that, what makes this so special is that the 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 inner interlacing of the story in the DVD with the that the stories are coming from the pages of the comics. Right. Um, and that's what sort I find of. so fas- fascinating. About. Exactly. Sort of. Um, <laughs> well, the, so. so the, the, the general plot is, I mean, Superman Doomsday, it's, it's, a, it's an adaptation of the Death of Superman and the Reign of Superman storylines that came out way back in the mid-90s, um, billed as the greatest selling graphic novel of all time, which I don't understand what that means, but um, I'm assuming that means the best-selling comic of all time, which I guess is pop- possible. And um, the basic plot is um, we're, thro- we're thrust right into the movie, into the storyline. Superman um, faces off against Doomsday. Spoilers uh, will be abounding, so if you want to uh, wait for the movie, shut it off. But Superman but if faces you've off. If you anything about comics, you know what yeah. happens. Superman faces off against Doomsday. He gets killed. Um, Lex Luthor clones a uh, new Superman that's under his control. That Superman eventually goes evil. Superman. Comes, the original Superman comes back from uh, resurrected Dead. by his Kryptonian robot, and he takes Metropolis back from the evil Superman and also Lex Luthor. And that's basically the plot of the movie. What do we think? So thank you very much. We'll talk to you next You're time. You're welcome. All right. Looking forward to the next movie. Now, um, so I watched this yesterday, um, and we've all watched it at this point. Yep. I was, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen, but I thought it was enjoyable. Um, Josh? Yeah, I would say about what you said. Come on. Well, I'm going to ask you a question before. Or Josh? Uh, did you, um, did, Ron, did you watch the Superman animated series ever? Yes, I did. Okay, because if you were on the website, then you know that, that Connor just watched all of them recently, which I imagine color your thought of this kind of thing. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I actually have Superman animation on the brain because I just did watch all the um, Superman, the entire series recently, about the last month on DVD, so I've got uh, flying Supermans in my sleep. Yeah. Uh, I loved this. I thought it was fantastic. I thought my expectation level was it would be quality, and I thought it far exceeded my expectation level. Um, I think it did a lot of things better than the Superman animated series. Uh, the things I didn't like about it, I didn't, th- didn't think were that major or that big of a deal. I think they did a fantastic job of taking the story of the death and return of Superman and distilling it down to a, a, basically a 78-minute movie. It got rid yeah, of all the I'm, extraneous elements of it and basically told what, what they needed to tell, the important part of it, and they did it really well, I thought. 
Yeah, I mean, I thought it was interesting that they, they cut out the whole reign of the Superman. We didn't have Steel or Superboy or Eradicator or any of those, like, things. You know, like, they cut that part out. But so they, they did, did they really... didn't. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, they did and they didn't. Yeah, so, um, so, but I thought they made it really kind of digestible, which I thought was good. I found it interesting that this wasn't so much about Superman as it was about Lois. Right. You know, like, it was very Lois-heavy, um... And also what I thought was interesting was that the, the fact that this is PG-13, and it was violent, and it was like the fights were pretty brutal. And my, and my favorite kind of, you know, like not having to do with anything plot or story-wise, but my favorite thing about this was watching the little um, – the animated extras' bodies go flying. <laughs> because there's a, there's a lot of destruction in this. It's like Metropolis gets destroyed at least two or three times in this, yeah. in this, in this movie. And it's a Civil War level of city destruction. Yeah, and what's great is that when a building go like they down to the detail when a building like fell over, you just see like this two little bodies go flying, and like it was just like <laughs> so I found myself preoccupied with looking for that while watching the movie. <laughs> so, well, that's it that was yeah. realistic in the sense that you know yeah. in, in these big superhero fights, people get killed in the crossfire, and that's yeah, like, exactly, Doomsday was yeah. Doomsday was often people left and right, and that was a brutal yeah. killing on a bridge where you just snapped somebody's head off. Um, oh God, it really was. I was I was struck by the amount of violence in it. Actually, I actually it was. Hard hard some of the more mature stuff in it it wasn't hard to deal with in a, in a thematic way but like it was just odd because yeah. it looks basically like the animated series that i'm used to so it'd be like if all of a sudden like an extreme would be like if one of the muppets just started swearing at you like, yeah you're exactly like, oh, wait this is weird um yeah. let me get i don't this. think I, I don't think it was inappropriate though i don't think it didn't it it fit you know what i mean yeah. like, it was just it was just a change of pace. That's all. So. It almost makes me. It almost makes me wish that they had, like, done a different animated style then. Or well, that's the thing. The, the one thing I thought they really faltered in, and they set themselves up for trouble, was when they first announced this line. They said the animation was going to closely mirror as much as possible the original anima- the art style of the comic story. So, mm-hmm. like, this was supposed to look okay. like Dan Jurgens. Uh, the next New Frontier is supposed to look like Darwin Cook, and the Titans movie is supposed to look like George Perez. Mm-hmm. Now, Darwin Cook already looks kind of like the animated series, so that's going to work. But this this didn't no, it looks absolutely nothing like Dan Jurgens, and looks it very looks similar. Just like the animated series, but with facial lines. Well, well that's, that's the thing that, that I didn't I didn't, didn't want to say that because I thought you guys were going to jump all over me. But the cheekbones no, that was bad. Threw me off the, the entire movie. Yeah, yeah, it was a mistake to do the cheekbones. They they learned. They, I thought they had learned that lesson when they added them in the Justice League cartoon and, and then and then lessened them. Um, they actually made them more pronounced here, which I don't understand on two levels. One, uh, Superman. They're supposed to. They're, I saw Tim talk about this in San Francisco. They wouldn't be showing an older Superman. The problem is Superman doesn't age like everybody else, and he ages slower. So old, he wouldn't be showing his age. That's that's right. that doesn't make sense to the character. And two, it's just too distracting. Um, they were really too. They were they were so pronounced that almost your eyes were drawn to them, no matter what was going on. Yeah, they yeah, really I mean, were. And they, they that's what was really. That's no, I didn't really need them at all. It was really weird because I thought the character designs of Lois, Jimmy, and Lex, I thought that was the best animated Lex yet. I mean, I thought it was great. Yeah. And, and uh, James Marsters as Lex, as Lex, the voice of Lex was awesome. I thought he was really good. Um, and Superman just, it, it looked, it was reminiscent of the animated series Superman, but different. And that just disturbed me throughout the entire thing. But it was he was so a bit leaner. Cool. He wasn't as bulky as a Superman animated Superman. Uh, yeah, true, true. Yeah. You, you would know better than any of us. I, I have it imprinted <laughs> on my retina. <laughs> Josh, you uh, were no, saying. I thought it was. I forgot what I was saying. Oh, um, so that that I think that was a problem. The the face, which I got over eventually, and I think um, 
one thing you really had to do if you were going to enjoy this movie was get over the fact that this is not from the DC animated universe, quote unquote. You know, the shared universe yeah. that they did. It's not part of that universe. It's not supposed to be. Um, no matter how it looks, and if you can't get beyond that fact, then or, or stop comparing it to, then you're you're not going to enjoy the movie. The other thing I didn't like, cho- story wise, choice wise, was the comic book death of Superman was brutal. Um, basically, yeah. he and Doomsday beat each other to death, and it was it was shocking, and it was it was and it, and it really had an emotional impact in that sense. And this one, Superman basically t- grabs Doomsday after an admittedly a fantastic prolonged fight where they do both beat each other all to hell. Um, really featuring- good. Really good. Featuring some of the best animation, action animation I've ever seen, I think. Um, and then Superman picks him up, flies him into space, and then drops him, and then basically falls with him, and they both collapse and die as they, when they fall to Earth, which I thought was less shockingly impactful as beat, literally Superman didn't say beating each other to death with their fists as they did in the comic book. Yeah. That was the other yeah. thing I didn't yeah. like about yeah. it. You know what actually kind of bugged me on that little scene is that, like, he landed him right in the middle of, of Metropolis. Right. And I was like, why would yes. you do that? Right. Yeah, and plus with you know Earth trajectories and land, and, you know. I, like, no, I did think of that yeah. too, but I didn't say just from a just from a standpoint of everyone is in there. If you come down at you know, he could come down on a building. Well, he, yeah. even even if not, like the shockwave and destruction of right. that, you know, they'd be like if a comet hit or something. Exactly. Like, bad, but but they had to set it up yeah. so that uh, Lois could be there. Right. Well, well, in the, com- the comic, that's the thing. They he just they beat each other to death right in front of Lois and the crowd of people. So they didn't need to change it to make it to make. The, to recreate the scene of him dying in her arms, it was pretty. Yeah. It was already set up for them. And I don't know why they had to do that. I was that really, dis- I was really disappointed because when they because when they show the in point of impact and then Lois is like walking towards the crater, and for a moment you see the cape on the pole like from the comic, yeah. but the Superman logo was wasn't there. It was blow- It was ripped away, so it was just this piece of red, and it was gone so quickly. I was like, oh, way to miss the icon the the, the, the that iconic was the iconic moment. shot. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah, and, and they blew it. Well, it's true, but I think, but but that's the kind of no. I'd rather, honestly, I'd rather see that than Kevin Smith. Yeah, that was. I, I didn't catch that. What was he? Kevin Smith was. He was in the crowd. He made a comment about something that was related to his script about Superman Returns, the movie oh. that originally he wrote. He was so inside, and like it was like, and he, he's he's credited as Grumpy Guy or whatever it is. It's like kind of you know like, and yeah. it was just like whatever that that I mean, so Hollywood. You know, inside type thing, yeah. but like the the, but like I thought that was the one thing I was waiting for. I really wanted to see the cape on the pole more so than anything. But um, but what, I will say I this: I read I Kevin was... Smith's script, and this was much better than Kevin Smith's script. <laughs> it was not to, not to demean Kevin Smith, but this his his yeah. his script was too light on action. This was I I was yeah. blown away by the action in this. I thought it was really well choreographed. Was the fights were intense, and they were they were intricate, and it, it was really good. Right. And I gotta say, also the the period from the point of Superman dying in Lois's arms to dealing with the morning, and then to dealing with the return of Superman, I got a little misty. They, 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 yeah, yeah, I thought that Anne Hayes, uh acted really well. In, I loved her in this. Yeah. Um, and the scene where she goes to um, Ma Kent's porch mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and she breaks up, I thought was that was exceptional acting. Uh, I, yeah. I thought better than I mean, if if a if an animated uh, animation can touch you in that way, that's that's doing something. That's pretty good, right? Um, I, then, then the other controversial I think amongst people choice they made was uh, obviously they have to get rid of all the the elemental extras to get rid of Superboy and Steel and the Eradicator and Cyborg Superman. They com- basically combined Superboy, Cyborg Superman, and the uh, into one character, which was the clone of Superman. 
the evil clone right. Superman. Um, and and then, what's funny is that you keep, you, keep, you keep referring to the clone as evil Superman, and he turns evil. I, I thought it was really interesting because he didn't turn evil. He was trying to protect the city, but because he was a clone, he lacked the knowledge and he lacked the humanity that Superman had. Right. You know, and so like I never thought of him as evil. It was just he was Superman minus morals or like or minus the Well that's the, someone the, say that no, someone yeah. minus morals is probably yeah, evil. Yeah, the person who's evil yeah, thinks right. they're evil usually. If I guess yeah. the right thing. And what he did was I mean basically what he did was he said, I'm going to make this world good and this is what's best for you. He was trying to do the best thing, it just wasn't. He's almost up. like Doctor Doom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I much see that. less narcissistic. Yes, <laughs> I thought, um, and I thought the I thought the resurrection stuff was. I mean, it was as crazy as it is. It was believable, and the the black suit was justified, and like, and the the long hair, like, it all everything made sense for me. I I, I didn't. It was was that I was looking for ways to poke holes in it, and I don't have really many other than the cheekbones. Any holes to poke at it. Yeah. So, and I thought Lex was good. I loved um, Marsters also. I thought he was fantastic as the voice of Lex, and I like the his shocking moment of brutality was just incredible. Oh, I liked yeah. that a lot. Yeah, like where he basically built a clone so that he could beat the shit out of it. Yeah. It was it was almost sexual in nature. Oh, totally. Yeah. You guys get. I mean, like I was like, oh, look at them pushing this sort of boundary of 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 what this really means or what's this about. I mean, you you wouldn't have to be too far-reaching intellectual to wonder, you know, like, well, what's Lex's problem, really? Right. Right, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, no. you shut up, that's wholly American, but, like, you could very easily take it in the direction that, like, if you wanted to, like, Lex is really, he's kind of jealous of Superman, maybe. Totally. Oh, a Absolutely. lot. Absolutely. I know, that was, but, that but was really good. I thought... Maybe he's I jealous thought... of Lois. Maybe. They uh, went there, no, they went there a little bit. They went there briefly, yeah. Yeah, briefly, yeah. So. And it actually, like, from a storytelling standpoint, it's probably not right for Superman, but it would be an interesting way to take it. Right. If you wanted to have yeah. that in the background of how you were writing Lex Luthor. This has nothing to do with the movie. Well, because they, they, they did that in Lois and Clark. They did that, they did that in Lois and Clark a lot. Oh, did I mean, they? There was a lot of the, Yeah, oh, totally, yeah. I never yeah. It. Lex, per, Lex pursued Lois a lot in that. No, 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 he's talking Lex producing Superman. Superman, oh, love oh. Superman. Oh, I see. I see. I didn't even think of that. Wow. Not oh, jealous okay. of no jealous of Lois getting Superman's attention. Right. I see. Interesting. Fascinating. Lex is yeah. in love with Superman. Wow. How he about hates that? himself for it, so that's why he hates Superman. <laughs> wow. I just figured out how I would write Superman. By the way. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I, said, I expect you'll be getting a call at any moment. I will probably a cease and desist letter of something. <laughs> so, yeah, I think all yeah. we loved it, right? I mean, oh. I, I, I liked it a lot. I don't know if I loved it, but I liked it a lot. So, yeah, I saw it. I don't really need to see it again. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> yeah, I watched it. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think from having just watched the series, I was much more jazzed for it because I think as great as the series was, this was a leaps and bounds improvement over it. Um, I tell, looking... I, tell you, I tell you what I enjoyed. I tell you what I enjoyed the most out of it, though, mm-hmm. was the uh, new, the new Frontier preview. Oh, I didn't even watch that on yet. The DVD. I... Oh, the special features. There's a there's a long feature on the new Frontier, and I was like, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> what do you guys think of? The, I mean, are you guys now going to look for look for the other movies that come out from this line? Or are you going to, you know, when New Frontier comes out, are you going to get that? Are you going to look for Teen Titans? Is this something now that now that the first movies come out, is this increased, decreased your interest in the line of the, these movies? I will definitely get the new frontier because I love that story so much. I probably will borrow Titans from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not really the market. 
I don't. <laughs> no, it's like I haven't been interested in any of these really from the standpoint of of buying them. I you would, like superhero superhero cartoons, so why are you not in the market? I used to like superhero cartoons a lot more than I do now. I don't like I don't own any of that stuff, and I'm not really. Like I, I never wanted to go out and buy the the Marvel ones or anything like that, even before I knew they were crappy. I don't know. I'm, is, that the, is, it, is that the same reason why you didn't watch the Justice League Unlimited on, on Cartoon when it was on, on the Cartoon yeah, Network? I'm just not really yeah. that interested anymore. It's not. That's nothing wrong with them. I just not. Yeah. Cool. Well, thumbs right. up for the first one. De- I mean, definitely already better than what Marvel's been doing. So that's for sure. Yeah. So. So, all right, all right then. So, um, cool. Well, if you checked it out, um, if you watch Superman Doomsday, head over to ifanboy.com. There's going to be a post up about this uh, about the movie. Tell everybody what you thought. Um, if you liked it or hated it or whatever, or if you think we're full of shit. Yeah. Um, which is possible. As often, we, yeah, which is possible. We often are. So, uh, <laughs> and, um, and if you um, you know head over to ifanboy.com, there's a whole bunch of other stuff you can do there. You post, talk about comics. You can email us at contact at ifanboy.com, or you can leave us a voicemail at one eight 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 fanboys. That's one eight 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 three two six two six nine seven. All right. Rah. Brains. Anything else? No. Brains. Comics. <laughs> Superman. I was kind of hoping. I was hoping for Eradicator. I'll be honest with you. I didn't know I really, what – I'd never really read those stories, so yeah. I was like, is that Eradicator? Like, no, no, no. That's, oh, okay. Sorry. The robot was kind of Eradicator. Like, yeah, the robot was pretty cool. It's almost like if you – No, he was Eradicator pretty much. Was he really? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. He fulfilled oh, well, the – no, he was, I didn't, I'm not saying he was. I'm saying he filled the role sort of Eradicator. I believe he was right. voiced by SpongeBob SquarePants as well. <laughs> was he? I, I think so. I don't know. All, All right. right, so until, until the next movie, uh, I'm Ron. I'm Connor. At the same time as Connor as well. <laughs> Josh. Connor. Hunter. 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 Superman never made any money for saving the world from Solomon Grundy. And sometimes I despair the world will never see another man like him.